What's good with y'all? Listen, this podcast is sponsored by none other than Niche Clothing. Go to nicheclothing.net. That's www.nicheclothing.net, which is spelled N-I-C-H-E, clothing.net. Put in my specific promo code, HHWL2023, and you can get 10% off of crew neck sweaters, sweatsuits, hoodies, t-shirts. We got all of that. We're going to have y'all right for the spring and the summer. That's www.nicheclothing.net. Promo code is HHWL2023. And remember, no niche is too small if it's yours. Cheer, cheer. Shout out to my Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts listeners, and my YouTube viewership. You heard? Yo, yo, what's up with it? You already know what it is. It's your boy, Philly TF, and you're now tuned in to the happy hour with my guy, Lido. Glasses in the air. Toast to a higher power. Cause what you tuning in to right now is Lido's happy hour. Lido's happy hour, this is where we're set. Rolling uncut, we giving real facts. Educating, entertaining all the people. And when it comes to podcasts, it ain't nothing equal. Giving people knowledge, they can put in action. All the way authentic, we ain't never capping. Exclusive interviews, cause we ain't never lacking. The other state is talking, and we bout the action. Huh. Glasses in the air. Toast to a higher power. This is Lito's happy hour. Welcome to Happy Hour with Lito. I'm your host. You know what I'm saying? I got a special guest today. Um, actor, businessman, entrepreneur, um, bodybuilder now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My guy, Donald Brunfield Jr. How you doing, bro? I'm good. How you feeling, Ken? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to uh, let you know I appreciate you coming on. You know what I mean? Doing this. I know you're a busy man, man. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's all good, man. I appreciate you, uh, you know, want to rock out with me, man. I'm, I'm always down for supporting anybody the way I can. And, you know, I love, uh, you know, shopping up with my peoples anytime I can. For sure, for sure. So first and foremost, bro, like I always, you know, treat every um, conversation, you know what I mean? I don't like to necessarily have interviews. I like to just, you know, talk. So, um you know, I'm sure. a big mental health guy. So I first and foremost, I just want to check on you, see how you doing today. And then also, oh, also with that, you know what I'm saying? How have you been able to move around, you know what I'm saying, during this this pandemic over the last year? You know what, man? Uh, I definitely appreciate you even asking that question, man. Uh, it's been a emotional roller coaster um, of just trying to get by daily, 
You know what I mean? I think it, I believe people got to understand each day is a process. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some good days, bad days. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, you know, for me, what's been helping me get through all of this, man, has just been uh, striving for my goals to complete these goals. Technical difficulties. Hello? Yeah, yeah. All right, now you're okay. Me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. No, I was saying um, that uh, I, I've learned to uh, – I've learned to, uh, I was saying that, uh, you know, each day is kind of its own process. And for me, man, I've just learned to adapt uh, what I like to call my own method of thinking. Like I've learned to not look at obstacles or negative things as negative. I kind of have learned to kind of look at everything as a lesson and trying to figure out what can I take from each situation uh, over this past uh, year or so. Um, that I And just kind of just learning from everything, man, it's really put me in perspective about uh, this last year has really put me in the right mindset when it comes to business, family, you know, again, with mental, uh, this mental stability, uh, I found myself praying more, meditating more, you know, uh, paying attention to my kids more, you know, seeing how they're affected. Um, because I, I, uh, I, I can only, oh man, I can only imagine what my children are feeling during this pandemic. Cause I grew up as that, I was that outside kid, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, uh, at the park, me and the guys playing Killer Man. I don't know what y'all call. It. We used to call it Killer Man, concrete <laughs> tackle football, right yeah, in the middle. You yeah, know, we throw the sure. football in there. We'd be, we'd be out there for hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, having having just a great time, and that's how you learn how to socialize, and you kind of grew, uh, with your with your community, your friends, and you know some of your best friends. That's how we became family. So my kids have been taken away from those type of experiences this past year, and um, you know that was really tough. So that really put me in a perspective of just paying attention to everything, man, and how I treat everyone and how I, uh, the energy and just my focus on where I put my energy, man. I started realizing how much energy I was wasting on, on, on negative, uh, things and negative people and, uh, things that weren't, uh, fueling me or feeding me back, man. So, you know, this whole past year has really navigated me into, uh, actually it's probably navigated me into the best direction I could have ever headed in in my life. Word. It really, it really pushed me to grow. That's what's up. And how, like, how's your brother doing? I know he was struggling with mental health, as like the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? How's he doing? Yeah. You know, my brother Four is doing good, man. He's uh, I think he needed a, a sense of relocation, so that's mm-hmm. what uh has moved my brother down. He's in Dallas right now. Okay. Uh, working. He comes back and forth, but I think he just was uh, due for a reset. Yeah, and that's what he did. He, he wanted to get into a reset, uh, to where he can clear his mind as an artist. You know, as an artist, you know your creativity comes with from the emotions, from mm-hmm. your passion, and I think that's what my brother re- really needed to do. He had to re get in touch with himself, and uh, you know, to re kind of like, you know, put that flame back to his creativity, man, back into the music, back into the tattooing, everything like that, man. So he's. He's in the best place that I can. I think right now, for the time being, he's in the best place that I can ask him to be. Cool. That's what's up. So you know, you know, yesterday we had the the ruling. You know, what I'm saying, and the George Floyd oh, trial. Um, you know what I mean. I know everybody okay. is ecstatic, but at the same time, I still look at it like, you know what I mean. It's a lot more work to be done. You know what I'm saying. Lot, oh man, so much more work, bro. What's the atmosphere like right now in, in Chicago? You know what I'm saying after seeing that. Uh, you know, Chicago, man, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna put it like this, man. 
sometimes Chicago just be ready to set something off, man. (laughs) So uh, I think uh, the ruling yesterday uh, gave a sense of peace and calmness over the city uh, for the time being, kind of just kind of set ease, like, hey, maybe the criminal justice system might start doing their job better. You know, maybe they're going to start paying attention to these things more. Maybe this George Floyd situation opened up eyes to the reality of what's happening in our communities on a daily basis. And, um, and that's, that's what I looked at, man. But I also, I've had my own experience with criminal justice system and I really paid attention to, to, uh, the details of the case. And I was just having this discussion with my wife yesterday about hoping that they don't go back and try to do an appeal or things like that. Cause that's what they'll do, man. They already said he's going to give us all this. They already said that and he's going to build it. Yeah. And that's, the, that's the, the scarier part that hurts. Um, and I know how mainstream media can work at times that, yeah, they publicize the guilty, uh, the guilty, uh, rulings and everything we wanted to hear for the time being publicly, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you, and don't quote me, but we, we might have this conversation again soon, brother. I promise you, they're probably going to make the appeal a more quiet and hidden, uh, case. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where we won't even know the rulings because a lot of these things that we were talking about, a lot of the cases, a lot of the trials, a lot of murders, you know, a lot of these cops and people on trial, they start banishing. You're like, man, what happened in that trial? Yeah, that's man, a what fact. Happened? Hey, whatever happened, whatever happened. The other officers involved, and, all of that. Where are they at? All that. We'll, we'll forget about all of that. We'll forget about all of that. And because something new had happened and we'll be so focused on that that they escape that by and we won't go back to look at what was the ruling of the appeal has anybody heard about the ruling of the appeal like those are the things we need to stay on top of i think as a community we need to stay on task with the things we start so this ain't finished yet we gotta we gotta we gotta put the pressure on these uh state officials on these judges we gotta put that pressure on them all the way until this is completely done and so justice can truly be served for his family uh because yeah we might have got the the win right now for the moment but if they rent win the war you know what i'm saying uh, all of this effort and energy and protesting would have been for nothing because he still found his way, you know, back home. Yeah, and then I uh, think back too. To freedom. I think too. Um, you know, yeah, he got he was guilty on all three counts, but like the judge might, you know, what I'm saying, you know, he's really he should be serving probably twenty plus years, but the judge might easily. The judge might give, give him, him a fifty fifty. You know, they like uh, you know, we remember wife talking about that all day. I said he could easily just do ten years and be home. Time Easy served. Change. Yep. Time served. Everything, man. He look up, man. We won't even know he's released. Right. We, all we know is he supposedly could get up to 50, 40 years. Da 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 da. Man, we look up, man. That man could be home in like ten. Yep. They do that. They do that, man. And that's the that's the scarier part. So it's like the, the it's messed up, man. How the criminal justice system is set up. Um. But I mean, I think we're just. I think we're doing the best we can at this moment. And that's honestly holding people responsible for their actions, man. Start calling out these cops. I think uh, the cell phone and the internet has been a bittersweet thing to us. Yeah, for but sure. But in moments like this, it's the most important thing we got on our side. You know, uh, it's scary for cops nowadays. You, you know, I remember growing up and watching uh, us be, a, uh, even in college, man, we were harassed by cops all the time and uh, things that, man, we probably could have sued for, you know what I mean? But they got away with things like that but we didn't have uh the quality cell phones we have now 
We didn't have that live streaming, like that live Facebook, live IG. Man, excuse me. You know, we were doing that nowadays. Hey, man, I'm going to save my own life. I got a recorder in my car, bro. I have a recorder. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like in my car. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, for sure. And and it's messed up that you never know. That's it. You you probably didn't buy that for those intentions originally, but it's like essential nowadays. Like uh, just... Anywhere we are in the world, man, we just need it for our own protection just to cover ourselves, man. So I think we're we're doing the best we can by constantly keeping the pressure uh, on these people with making sure we push everything. And, and just what I mean by just pushing and meaning like, man, we don't got to be silent no more. Yeah. Speak up. When we know something not right. Just speak up. That right there puts a second guess in a person's state of mind. That makes a sec- second thought on what their next move is. At least make them think about it. Right. We can't change their full intention, but we got to be strong and make them think about it. Because um, it was so scary that yesterday, yeah, in the middle of celebrating, uh, the young girl out of Ohio gets shot. Yeah, I'm in Ohio. Like, literally, man, bro, like, it hurts, man. Like, moments later, I I, I might have been barely eating dinner, having a conversation about that. And then I look over and yep. this baby girl is getting gunned down in front of her own home. And it's scary because... Yeah. I, uh, one uh, one fun fact people don't know about me. Um, I actually ran alternative schools here in Chicago. Okay. So I worked at what is called a safe school where you have uh, uh, what's the at-risk teens, at-risk, at-risk youth. Yeah. Um, if you came to my school, you probably were a high-risk, like violent. You probably had some kind of criminal activity at a high level that required you to be over there with me. And I've dealt with kids who had weapons. I've dealt with kids who had knives or all to all the sorts, man, with my bare hands. Not a, not a gun, yeah. not a taser. With my bare hands to apprehend the kid, to keep them from hurting themselves, keep them from hurting somebody else. And then really by the end of this whole altercation, I found that that kid was just hurt by so much that was going on at the moment. It might have been so much distress in that child's life. And they just lashed out. And then from my understanding of this young lady, she was being jumped in front yeah. of her home. Yeah. And they didn't know what to do and just went into, you know, a rage. A, a, a rage. You know, you see the people getting whooped on and all these things is happening, went to a rage. And instead of, you know, it, it hurts me because I will watch these same officers uh, literally, uh, talk a kid down with a machine gun or talk a guy down uh, 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 or a talk a uh, Caucasian individual down who has knives and is throwing them and slicing at people and running at people. You'll be, no, calm down, calm down, put it down. But this young girl's pretty much crying out for help in front of you and the first thing you did was shot her. And that's the thing about it. They fear what they don't understand. And that's my thing. Why should you be behind the badge? Why should you be uh, able to have someone's life in your hands when you fear, you fear these fear us because you don't understand us. Mm-hmm. You can't relate. You may not know what she's dealing with. She might have been getting bullied. That's mm-hmm. clearly all I saw from that. This girl might have been bullied and fed up and laughed and snapped out. Yep. But you wouldn't know that as an officer. You wouldn't know that. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't be able to recognize it. Yeah, I agree. And the first thing you jump to is is that violent uh, the state of violence and. I just don't believe that these individuals should be behind a gun. I think that people who have con- complete relatability to the community, uh, complete relatability uh, to 
the, you know, the environment, the culture, those who you should have working in those neighborhoods, point blank, point blank, period. Yeah, you I agree. You, I don't think that you, you can't have people who are not familiar with the culture or the neighborhood. Literally, that can't be their beat, man. He would be so confused and so lost. And like tons of our kids are going to continue to get killed and hurt because you have people who are not familiar with the culture. It, and, it doesn't and, make sense. That's and on top of that, as black people, you know, we are like on Facebook, bro, like people going back and forth about how they feel about it based off of they seen they put this, uh, I guess the body cam came out. They put this steel yeah. up of her, you know, with a butcher knife in her hand about to stab this girl in the pink. And wow. I looked at it like, first of all, like if she was getting jumped, she might, like you said, mm-hmm. blacked out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. blacked out, tired of getting bullied, tired of people jumping on her. And you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What we seen is just that split moment when she was running after them with knives, with that knife. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. And we supposed to judge it off of that. You know. In all honesty, man, she probably would. She probably didn't even hurt anybody. Yeah. She just was that raised. Like she wanted them scared of her at the moment. I don't even think she really had the intentions of stabbing anybody or killing anybody or hurting anybody. I think the officer, if you watch the reactions of the crowd, I feel like the officer was more scared than anybody else in the yeah. entire crowd. That's why he shot and, and he didn't he, shoot to. He didn't shoot to to stop her. He stopped. He shot to kill. Oh no no. Yeah, he shot to kill. Yeah. He shot her deliberately, and um, and then that's how ninety percent of the, that's pretty much how all officer trains uh send a man shooting. He shot her directly to where that girl was gonna get hit in the uh, uh heart, yeah. lung, something that was gonna take her right out. Yeah, and that's what he did. That girl uh died instantly on the scene, and that's it's, it hurts, man, to know that we're in these days and times where it's like my wife says this all the time. I'm so happy that you changed yourself. I'm so happy that you changed your environment, uh, the way you move, because literally we live in a day and time, man. I don't even want to be out late. Yeah. And that could be me and you linking up for a drink, man. Hey, Dom, let's go grab a bite, yeah. man. Let's go have a drink. I'm coming to Chicago in, in June, so, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> hey, pull up, pull up, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, we, we doing brunch, man. We doing brunch. Because yeah. my wife's so scared of me not making it in at, after, at dark. And not from a gang member or not from uh, some kid or somebody robbed me, literally from a police pulling me over, um, having a bad day. And, you know, now I'm not making a home to my beautiful children, yeah. my beautiful family, um, because you fear me. I'm a big guy, but I look like a bodybuilder. So you automatically assume uh, he been he, he, he from here in prison or yeah. he this, he that. Like, you're not assuming I'm an athlete. You just automatically assume I'm a thug or I'm aggressive because I'm big. Where, bro, I do this for the look. I'm not doing this to be aggressive, man. Yeah. I do this for the look. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows I'm a gentle guy. I'm a good person at heart. But again, not understanding and having fear will cause you to react, man. I've, I've had my fair share of officer run-ins, and I not all my not every officer that I've come across has been a bad guy. Just I could tell who's not uh, who who's not from the neighborhood, who's never been in this neighborhood. I could tell when. I'm probably your first or second black guy you ever pulled over in your life, and you're you're not sure of how to uh, approach me. You're not yep. sure what what's going, how to go about it. Yeah. Um, and that's scary, man. It's like how can you keep having these type of individuals be in charge of protecting our community? Right. So let's let's uh, let's make a left turn and talk about yourself. You sure. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. What made you decide to really go hard on your bodybuilding? 
you know, man, I went into this place where, uh, man, I went to my own, I want to say my own form of depression. Um, it, 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 it wasn't a place of, you know, I thought suicide and things like that. Um, but it was really a place where I was just disgusted with the person I had been or the person I had seen myself turn into. And um, I saw who I was at that moment, um, the destruction was causing to my family, my children, my life, my opportunities, uh, becoming uh, my future wealth, everything that I had been wishing for and manifesting was being destroyed um, simply from who I was being at that time. And that's where the fitness, uh, I was always kind of in the gym, but this one I started taking it serious, man. I just was like, how will my kids see me? Mm-hmm. Will I be able to play basketball with my son when he's 15? Will I be able to, you know, play one-on-one, play catch? Um, how is my wife looking at me? I got this beer belly. I'm drunk all the time. I'm around angry, stressed. How is she looking at me? Is she attracted to me? All these things was running through my mind, like in a, you know, when your mind gets to racing on you, man, it could be a dangerous yeah. thing. Yeah. But luckily it kind of pushed me like, fam, you know your potential. You know what you can look like. You know what you can be. Uh, you know what type of person you can be. So that's, I just, I, I used the fitness in the beginning just to keep myself with a mission. Like, hey, y'all know I can't party and drink tonight, man. You know, I'll be working out at 8 a.m., man. I'm good, I'm good. It started off like that. And then as my body starts transforming, I start getting feedback from uh, the guys I was working out with that are bodybuilders that have done shows. And I was getting this good feedback. And it was like, well, man, you know what? We're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> I ain't filming Black Ink right now. You know, even though I had these other opportunities and businesses I was working on, I was like, you know what? You need something to do for you for right now. This was, mm-hmm. I needed something to motivate me because I've always been an athlete my whole life. I played ball collegially, went D2, HBCU, playing basketball, everything. I needed some something to be competitive about with myself. Right. And that, that literally, that, this small chapter of my life has literally redetermined my whole future just wow. by participating in bodybuilding. It's literally showed me how I can dedicate myself to goals, uh, how it's, hey man, how easy it is not to partake in negativity all the time. How yeah. easy it is not to be out partying and drunk, not completing goals. Like it's a certain discipline that's take that that's necessary for this uh, to be completed that it literally has molded my whole life, man. So hitting that stage, walking home with some hardware, um, getting ranked, um, amongst some of the best guys in the world um, and knowing that I got another level I can reach and I can keep going better uh, passing this, yeah. it was like, oh man, I can't stop. I don't want to stop. You know, and it's, it's more so something for the me. How competitive are those? Uh, how competitive are those competitions? Like, is it is it like any other sport? Like somebody, they, you come in, they, you got guys looking, you know, sizing you up? <laughs> oh yeah, the whole night, you bet. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, if, if you ever played ball, I man, you ever been to an AAU tournament, man? Yeah, yeah. Where as soon as you guys hit the gym, everybody like, man, who is Buddy? Yeah. What are you on? You got the hoodie on. They trying to ch- figure it out. And it's like, man, so to come in the top, t- uh, top three among over 600 athletes in a building at one time, bro, you got to understand, like, that's man. a, if they don't put the battery on your back to turn up, like, yeah. what, 600 athletes here? And I'm. I'm landing in the top three. Oh, in my class? Oh, it's let's go time. That's dope. It's go time. Like, so, you know, it's everywhere from the girls to the men. It's 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 competitiveness, but fun, man. It ain't where, you know, everybody out. Well, for me, my experiences haven't been. I know some guys, you know, every sport got that hater. 
yeah. type of vibe around about it. But I, I've been able to really connect with a lot of good people. Uh, a lot of it, uh, a lot of good people were growing to business ventures now and opportunity. Uh, so honestly, man, it, it kind of turned me into the old me again. I will say that 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 younger passion in me when I was 15, 16, when it was number school, basketball, focus on my dreams, my dreams. I needed something to re um, reignite that version of myself man, yeah. and, and put it into 2.0. You know what I mean? And that's what this is. Uh, bodybuilding has done for me. That's what's up, bro. You also, you know what I'm saying, have done some acting. You know what I mean? You've been in a happy oh, sure, hour, sure. Um, a series like Asunder. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which y'all, y'all still shooting. You shooting that, right? Isn't it coming back? It's coming back. Yeah, so. uh, uh, yeah. Asunder's supposed to be coming back for another season. Um, that's based out of New York. Um, uh, waiting on the producers for that. It's a great Amazon series. It has won uh, a nice amount of awards. Uh, for Amazon, um, and I'm working on a few other short films and projects right now uh, that'll be coming up soon. Are oh, you also um, did just, Evil? Uh, evil, Evil. I'm sorry, I I forgot to mention e that. Evolve, yeah, Evolve. Yeah, nah, it's cool. Evolve, yeah. yeah love, Evolve, Love Spilled Backwards. Man, I did that with Taronda. Um, she's off of Empire. Uh, she's a great actress. She's done Empire. She's done a few Lifetime movies. Mm -hmm. uh, she's killing the game. She just directed her own. She directed a film for uh, BET. Then involve uh, actresses like Eva, you know, America's Next Top Model, yeah. things like that. Like, so the cast of people I'm getting around and working with, man, is a blessing, man. Even when I was doing the stage plays to work with Patrice, a.k.a. Hattie Mae from all the Medea films. And uh, to befriend a person like that and share the stage, just to be blessed to set a stage with legends like that, um, bro, is amazing, man. And also it just kind of showed me I haven't even hit the tip of my talent. You know, I haven't even hit the, like my prime of my talent, man. I look around and at first I was thinking like, man, am I too old to be doing this? Or like to actually be stepping in this and you look up, bro. And all of the greats right now, are like in a prime, in yeah. their forties, yeah. almost 50. If you look at the rock, your Kevin Hart's, your, you know, your, uh, all our, our female comedians. And uh, a lot of these people are like literally mid thirties, forties hit their prime. I'm like, man, I, I could turn this up. I got time to really turn this corner. Uh, think about it, man. Michael uh, Michael B. Jordan didn't—he didn't hit it like the level he's at until what about thirty something? He's been yeah. acting forever. Yeah. And now he's like, you know, top one hundred sexiest man on, you know. And and it's like, oh man, bro, we kind of close in age. So it's like I'm just surrounded by constant motivation, man. And um, acting for me is dope. It allows me to escape uh, uh, a sense of reality TV to where I'm still on camera, but. Hey, I don't have to give so much of the personal side of me. I can literally be a character, kill it, hold it down, um, do my thing. And I'm I'm excited, man, uh, to see um, how far my acting career is going to go, too. Because with the bodybuilding and acting, man, I like to model myself after, a.k.a., you know, The Rock. You know, I watched The Rock's journey uh, from WWE football. Um, he changed his look, his image, his body. He went bald head. And now he's 50 and he looked better than he did at 30. You know what I mean? And um, one of the most influential men in, uh, in the world mm -hmm. at this point. And those are the type of people I'm modeling myself after. Those are the type of people I'm looking up to, the type of people I follow. Um, so when I'm ready to slack and I'm lacking, man, and you you get you see the rock yeah. hit the screen, you know he comes with something solid. And it's like, oh, man, back to the grind. Let's get it back to the grind, man. And so I, 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 I could see my... Acting is something I could do, man, well into the 70s. I'm 70, 80 years old, man. As long yeah. as I can come with the talent, come with the energy that, you know, I could I could play anything. 
<laughs> for sure, for sure. And um, I know you recently you you boxed in uh, Zab Judah's celebrity boxing. Yeah, tournament. yeah. <laughs> now, now talk about your yes, experience sir. with that because I seen and that dude looked like he was afraid, man, that you was going again. <laughs> you know what, man? Uh, Slapping Cash is uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a, he's an interesting guy, man. Uh, I think he's a, a dope guy. I think he's dope. He has his own lane. Um, but again, man, in his lane, you know, he's slap he's slapping dudes to sleep. That's what yeah. he do. And I think um I think it was startling for him to come across somebody who wasn't scared of getting slapped or punched. Yeah, it's all it was. I just I was like I was like oh, well you know you slap box man. I kind of you know yeah we grew up slap boxing, but we didn't stand there and slap each other. I mean. You know, you got to catch a moving target on this yeah, one, bro. So, facts. you know, I just came in to have fun, came in with confidence. Um, Again, um, again, brawling and actual boxing is two completely different styles, two completely different type of focuses and skill sets. Uh, So, man, I had to literally really go sparring, actual, like, back. I didn't just show up that day like, yeah, man, I'm about to whoop his ass. Yeah, like, yeah. no, man, I went, <laughs> I went out and sparred with some guys who are pros caught on to any tips and fundamentals that I could. And I thought that was dope. Like, wow, man. And then, you know, for the next fight, whenever it come up, man, I'm going to be training in the next couple of months to be prepared. Like, it's different, man. So um, stepping in that ring, I think opened his eyes up <laughs> as well as mine um, on, you know, this whole boxing thing. Because I tell people all the time I was watching people like Jake and Nate Robinson fight. I was just about to say that. That's what kept running through my mind. That's what kept running through my mind. Like, hey, man. You know, no disrespect, man, slap, but, hey, man, two black brothers can't get knocked out in front of the world, so I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I can't let it happen. And, um, you know, I just kept thinking, but, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to sparring. That's what made me want to go spar. I'm like, well, I'm going to get my ass whooped as much as I can these next couple of weeks off camera. So at least when I get on camera with you, I'm calm, I'm confident. We're going to get, gonna get it, get it cracking. Uh, but, you know, people like Jake, uh, those guys, man, I had to, really do my research you know jake's been he's been undercover boxing for like three years now yeah so people wouldn't know that they thought he just popped up like yeah i want to be a pro fighter he's been taking boxing serious for about three three and a half years now maybe a little a little longer depending on the side yeah and he enjoys it and that's why he's out here whipping people ass right now he really enjoys it and he, he, but he, he ain't got really fighting nobody though that's really gonna get no, him he's not he's not He's not. So that's what I'm trying to say. The people he's he's fighting, he's going to be able to do what he's doing to him because they're not taking it as serious as he does. Mm -hmm. He takes it just serious enough that he might not be able to hit. He might not be able to fight your greatest prize fighter right now. But us average, you know, average Joe kind of like non-professional boxer athlete. Yeah, he's definitely going to be able to put hands on him. Yeah, for you know, sure. but hey, I ain't no hater though, man. I, I, get I ain't either. I mean, you know, man. he talk a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk, yeah, I mean, hey, that's the name of his game, man. Yeah. He's an influencer. He's doing his thing. He's promoting himself and he collecting a bag while he's going around, man. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't mad at him. For sure. I ain't mad at him at all. You're doing so many things, bro. Um, I heard you also opening a new gym in Chicago. Yeah, that's the meeting I was just leaving, man. It's going to be called Apex Universe. Okay. Uh, me and two of my partners, uh, Juan, uh, Tayshawn Rangs, uh, also a top-ranked bodybuilder out here in the city of Chicago, uh, across the nation, man. Uh, these are guys I've grew closer with uh, based on our relationship, based on our uh, energy, um, and the things we see, our vision for our community, man. It's not just about having a gym. We plan on being wellness coaches, life coaches, uh, 
we want to do stuff for the youth in the community. Br- bring back that location where kids can just come hang out um, mm-hmm. type of vibe, man. Like we, you know, we used to have YMCAs and different stuff and park districts. And, you know, a lot of these things are shut down because of funding in the inner cities and things like that. So we just trying to bring back some old school energy of love for the community. Um, but also, man, I have a pat. I really enjoy working out, man. So why not get paid on the side? Right. Doing something you love. And um, again, this is something I plan on doing over the summer while filming, man. Keep myself in shape, um, get my family in shape, get my friends in shape. And um, for me to own a location, because uh, a lot of other things I do are really uh, online or, you know, the simplest way through Instagram, making money, things like that. This would be the one thing I could get birth to. I'd be like, ah, oh, look at my baby. Yeah. You know, that home, that home location. Like, look at my baby. You know, that office. Yeah. Like, you know, my, look, look at my baby type of energy, man. And, and, you know, other than that, man, you know, we good. That's what's up. So season seven is coming. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, we what me and my fiance, bro, we watch this religiously. Uh, <laughs> we watch sure, the show sure. religiously for the show. Um, what should what should we expect this this season, bro? What you thinking? You know what, man? Just uh, expect for glow up, man, and glow up not in a cocky way. Glow up just means and growing up, man. Literally watching guys and uh, young men and women that y'all been watching, man. If y'all been watching season one, man, we all started this show like 22, 23, 24, 25, bro. Mm-hmm. Early and I mean twenty starting this show, and y'all have literally watched us grow up, like yeah. for real. Like people don't think about it. like my son. My oldest boy was literally a year old when we started the show. He's in Pampers. <laughs> My son now is running around playing football and doing. I was like, people don't even realize how much they've. That's the one you had lifting weights. You had him lifting, right? Is that yeah, him? My yeah. Son, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I just uh, the main talk I've had with our producers about this season that y'all should expect to see is actually see us grow. Yeah. You know, we ain't just we're not we're not just all sitting around nine mag all day, right? You know, Ryan supports us. Uh, doing our different ventures, bringing in multiple revenues and uh, 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 lanes of income for our families. Show that. We're still yeah. a family. We still nine mag to the heart. But guess what, man? He can't, you know, one person can't, one person can't always be, you know, doing it all. Yeah, facts. We just ask them like, hey, just be respectful enough. And like, I'm not telling them to dig in every single thing, every, every sock and candle I sell or this and that. But do show that we are a, we are proud, prominent, growing black households, man. Showing that these fathers are being great fathers to their children, and these mothers are not just um all just just shaking their ass all the time. Like right. show that our women actually work and they hustling and they and they keeping us strong as men. And just show these different layers. We know that we know that reality TV needs is ah oh wow yeah. oh yeah. but give them the true story of the people they watching again, and that's what always made Chicago such a dope show to watch because I felt like we was always giving y'all authentic, uh, authentic show. And we was giving y'all the real us. Yeah. That was the, that was the next question for real. Cause I, cause, cause I was, uh, I was wondering, you know what I'm saying? Like they put y'all in a lot of situations yeah. where oh, yeah. I want you to react. It got, it got you know weird. It, it got weird. And that's the thing I said, man, we got to go back to the real TV. You know, that's the main conversation we was having about, Man, not forcing it, not setting us up all the time. Y'all made it very, it, it became a very uncomfortable work environment, man. Yeah. Um, so now we're getting back to the roots. We're getting back to our opportunities. And honestly, like I said, bro, the pandemic had no, it did nothing but force us to grow. So now they got to come back to who we are today. You know, who we are, what, what has happened in this year? This is what's happened. 
Take it or leave it. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I ain't got it for you, man. I spent my year in my house with my woman. It ain't been perfect. Might have been a tissue paper thrown at me once in a while, a little paper <laughs> towel rack throw at me. A little something, but hey, man, we good. Paper we good. towel you rack. <laughs> yeah, you know, do the little rack. I, you know, I had my little smart comment playing 2K. She you know, threw something at me, you know. <laughs> but nothing, nothing, that, <laughs> nothing that nobody leaving each other for and walking out the door yeah. for. You know what I mean? We, we standing strong. We standing solid, man. We growing. Yeah, I, I feel like the I, I don't like the way that they, they kind of, I felt like they put uh, Ryan and Van against each other, man. I hated that, watching that. Yeah. Um, you know that that was tough, man, because uh they were uh they're both good brothers. I think that they 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 sense the sense of ego and when they when they smell blood, they pour it. Yeah. They're like, oh, we see something, let's run with it. And I think it went too far. I think it went further than what they expected. And sometimes we all know, man, you you know, you whoo, what's the word, man? Like you you can't always control an animal, man. Once you unleash it. Yeah. You ain't always in control of, of the full instinct, man. And so I think certain instincts went uh, just kicked in and it went too far. And yeah. then that was that place where it's kind of no turning back. I don't mm -hmm. think it's that place where they hate each other or want to do harm or hurt each other, but it's in that place that so much has happened. It's like, all right, my nigga, like, uh, I just can't break bread with you, but hey, yeah, man, yeah. power to you, blessing to you. But hey, I can't never break bread with you. I can't never be in them type of shoes with you again. Right. And it's okay. Yeah, you know, people grow. People yeah. outgrow each other. Van wants his uh, has his own ventures and vision of himself, and we wishing him nothing but the best with his visions and views of himself. Uh, we totally want to see him win. I love his family. I love his mom, his brother, his daughter. Yeah, that's my family uh, forever. And so we want to see him win because I know he's a, a prominent pillar and he's a prominent like you know he's a solid foundation for his family. So I definitely got to make sure he's always winning, and I would love to see him always winning, but. We just in that place where it's like, ah, certain habits ain't matching up. So, yeah. you know, to protect what I'm building, I got to love you from a distance. And that's where we all live. Is yeah. this still love? If me and him running to each other in the club or anything right now, I'm, hey, man, take a shot. shot first shot on me, man. I love you. Yeah. Proud of you. And keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. And um, mm -hmm. do y'all get along with the other, the other shows, cast? At all? Uh, yeah, man. You know, I, I really, me personally, bro. I'm always just dying, man. The comedian, the cool dude, but I'm also <laughs> the big brother, the protector. Uh, everybody kind of knows I, I come with good love, yeah. good energy. I don't think nobody on the other show really has a personal vendetta with me, um, and has no reason to. Yeah, I ain't double cross nobody. I ain't whenever went to the internet or the blogs clowning nobody, uh, shitting on their brands, bringing down their uh their characteristics or their character, their their name. Um, so anybody knows when I run into them, man, I show love. Like I go out my way to make sure if they, especially if they're around something I got going on, they like they family. So they get, yeah. I feel like they should get the full service I get. And that's just kind of how I roll, man. I get along with everybody. Word. Talk about um a couple more questions, bro. Talk about your uh your clothing line. So yeah, you know, in well, man, no more ordinary lifestyle. Of course, I always hear that my brother's songs, no more in their lifestyle. Yeah. You know, that's something we've been preaching since we were like 14 years old, man. We didn't know how, when, where, you know, <laughs> we, we didn't know how our lives were going to change. And then for us to end up on TV <laughs> with all the, all the things that happened. But we just knew we were destined to not be ordinary. And no more in their lifestyle was just pushing individuals to be the best version of themselves. Um, think outside the box, man. If you're ready to start your own business, start your own business. If you're ready to chase your dreams, chase it. Do not live in a glass box that's been presented to you. 
you can see the world, but you're scared to go touch it. Go touch it, man. Go try. And then be the non-ordinary version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So nobody lifestyle is a lifestyle, man. It's just pushing people to strive to be their best. That's what I'm just putting on people back. I want them to put that shirt on or put that hoodie on, put that hat on and feel recharged and ready to go. Whatever their task is, just feel like, man, hey, I'm about to turn up. Right. I'm about to kill it this year. You know, that, that's what No More In Their Lifestyle is about. Dope. Dope. I'm going to make sure I order something from y'all, bro. I love to, man, you know what I'm saying? I support you. black business, bro. That's what I do, so. Appreciate man, you, man. Sure. Appreciate you. Um, Last question. What, uh, who you got Who you got winning the, the NBA chip this year? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> It's funny, man. Brooklyn crazy, bro. Brooklyn crazy. They cheating, bro. bro. I don't know. <laughs> they cheat, man. That's like an AU all-star team put together, man. But you know what, man? I still got faith in Braun, man. I know Braun. I got faith that Braun gonna do something that's gonna hurt some people's feelings. Yeah. He's gonna have to show you the true goat. He getting rest right season, now. He, he resting up, but he gonna come with it, bro. And, and that's the thing, man. I think he just one of the dudes that's gonna prove this why I'm the goat. You know, he's going to have to pull a Michael Jordan. He's going to have to pull, like, he's going to really have to put the team on his back and pull a Kobe. Yeah. What type of pressure would those guys do? This was makes the difference on when this, if he wins this year, this is how he lets y'all know. Y'all can't compare me no more. Yeah, facts. It. Yeah. Don't I agree. compare me no more. I, I love respect. I proved it. You know what I'm saying? Me being an Ohio guy, bro, so, I always had love for Brian, man. Brian always been the, the dude. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Um. So like, I want to thank you, bro, for coming on, giving me this this time, bro, to just talk to you. You know what I'm saying? On oh, my nah, platform, for sure, bro. Um, you got anything else you want to promote at all? Man, you know what, man? Just just telling everybody, man. Thank y'all for uh, tuning in. Make sure you go to www.getnmol.com. Get some apparel, man. Hoodie, shirt, jacket, whatever. You know, just uh, understand, man. Like what I'm doing with those proceeds ain't even going in my pocket right now, man. I'm doing a lot with that money to help others and. We trying to constantly just build in the community as it is anyway. And, um, you know, just look out for Apex World, man, Apex Universe. Uh, we putting something together here in Chicago, man. It's going to be dope. We want to invite everybody out. It's going to be a dope grand opening in the next couple of months. Um, just be looking out for us, man. And we're going we gonna to try to keep having fun for season seven. Let's get it. Yes, sir. And with that being said, ain't nothing else for me to say. This happy hour with Lito. This is my guy, Donald Brumfield Jr. Now make sure y'all follow him on IG. On You got Twitter? You got Twitter? Follow him on Twitter. Facebook, yep. all of that. You know what I'm saying? And we out. Y'all be cool. We out. Okay, bro. I You're, you know who it is, man, the Kid Cortez. Make sure you tap in with that Resolutions album. And at the same time, make sure you lock in with my guy, Happy Hour with Lito. The illest podcast out right now. You heard? Sure, sure. Sure. I mean, fuck it, why shouldn't I pop shit? I, I, I've been through a lot this past year. That's alright. I walked out that bitch stronger though. Yeah. Eating cantaloupe on the Atlantic A year ago I damn near vanished Niggas in my business Wondering what I'm planning I wanna be a hit big Like the helmet of a man My huddle different The nine on me so I scuffle different Mag at your door Jehovah be my witness On my hip and get physical We can speak on fitness The break up in bad I hope you keep your distance Just pay attention to the ghetto gospel she 
follow me like an impostor Digging up old shit, picking bones like a fossil But baby, I'm in deep, I need a store calling goggles Swim through the bullshit, though I'm nowhere near Chicago, can I live right? This must be what greatness feel like Y'all fantasize, this is real life Dro said your confidence shows your real height The Timmy get their cap twisted unless they peel tight Yeah I just wanted to make change, I The goal is to never stay in the same spot My pops told me money don't make the pain stop But when you see enough, you can dodge raindrops Diddy bopping through all the bullshit Diddy bopping through all the bullshit Keep looking, I know I find the money that's on my mind That'll keep us all moving uh, I can think when she tripping If I don't run straight to the bag, she gon' think of me different Think nothing of me Go and get some money, hoes think that you fine But when you down to a dime, you ugly it's kinda crazy how life is When it comes to the drive, I got the license But my ride ain't the nicest And my shoes ain't the newest But I kept it in my mind I would make it, I knew it I took my dreams and I drew them I didn't have the balls to chase them at first But I grew them Cause nice sneakers don't come to the sleepers The loudest nigga in the room is the weakest The girl with the soft voice is the sneakiest <laughs> Yeah, this is that ghetto gospel I pull up to your crib and get some head I'm out though I'm the last thing you gon' play, baby girl I'm the outro I gotta get ahead to be head of the household, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to make change, I The goal is to never stay in the same spot. My pops told me money don't make the pain stop. But when you see enough, you can dodge raindrops. Diddy bopping through all the bullshit. Diddy bopping through all the bullshit. Keep looking, I know I find the money that's on my mind that'll keep us all moonlit.